And now, I'd like to show my love by making for you a Quebec pizza. What's that? Pop tart with the ketchup. She's good. Daniel Parmac, San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. It's showtime. This is Old School at the Movies, episode 159 for April 15th, 2018. Old School at the Movies is brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Check out some great shows like All Beer Inside, Wrestling Cheers, and Tim and Tom. Welcome back to Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. I'm your host, Mr. Old School. Before I get to the panel this week, let's get into the contact information. Oldschoolmovies.net is a site we can listen, download, and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to get in touch with us directly, don't be shy. Oldschoolmovies2 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at oldmovies.net, hashtag OSATM, for any tweets to contact the show. Also, a bit of news. We are now going to be on Podcast Montreal as well, co-sponsoring the show, uh, check us out, podcastmontreal.com. And if you are a local show in the Montreal area and you want to be on the network, info at podcastmontreal.com. Without further ado, our panelists this week, starting with our Iron Man, Mr. Heavy Set. If there's a need for a rescue mission, when the world is threatened, the world needs help, it calls on America. So I know who's asked to kick. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. <laughs> Dread it. Run from it. No. no, we're good. Okay, all right. No. I hope they remember you. Yeah, Destiny still arrives. Carpe diem. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? A movie quote repeated multiple times, hopefully for your enjoyment. Or should I say, meowty? <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. meowty. <laughs> you guys already did this. Is he fucking with us? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> All right. Let's start off with a very special message from Deadpool. Oh, hello there. You may be wondering why the pink suit. Well, so the world can see that I have a big old heart on. That's right with the T. For my new obsession, pink. The color, not the pop singer. Personally, I'm more of a Celine kind of guy. Pink is tied, like a beautiful ribbon, to a cause very close to me. Cancer. So, Omaze and I are joining together to scare up some serious cash for fuck cancer. I'm going to donate the very suit off my back while giving you a chance to own some movie marketing memorabilia. What you do from there is limited only by your imagination. Will you add it to your weekly wardrobe rotation? Does it become a colorful addition to your S&M dungeon? Or will you simply nail it to a post in order to scare away birds, children, and the elderly? Visit the website below to get all the details. This is one fight where everyone can be a hero. No superpowers, capes, or lame CG costumes needed. Just your money. Seriously, we need that. These suits aren't cheap. Head to amaze.com forward slash Deadpool, and together, let's fcancer.com. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. Once again, they continue to impress us. We're just going to the charitable cause, making it funny, getting some buzz for the movie, and helping some people out. Like, it's win, 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 fucking genius. I'm curious how much the suit has gotten so far. Um, what's the total ad? Do we know? You guys still there? Oops. Nope. Stupid mute. Uh, it doesn't say at the moment. 
Okay. Uh, I think they're going to wait until the campaign ends. As according to Omaze, in I guess maybe Deadpool's words, hey you, yeah you, we're breaking the fourth wall. Do websites have a fourth wall? To tell you all about the awesome thing you just won, an official custom-made Deadpool suit of your very own. Since Deadpool isn't like any superhero, this suit isn't just like any movie prop. It's pink and helps an awesome cause kick cancer's butt, just like Deadpool does. Whether you want to rock it at the grocery store, please do that. Wear it to your wedding, please don't do that. (laughs) Or give it to a friend, this exclusive piece of film history is all yours. Who you'll help. Let's F Cancer believes that people diagnosed with cancer, as well as their families and support network, should have equitable access to early detection, prevention, and so- psychosocial program- support. Jesus Christ. This incredible organization, yeah, this incredible organization creates campaigns around behavior change and promotes scientifically proven routes for cancer prevention. It supports and runs programs around early detection and screening, in addition to providing psychosocial support to their community through retreats and events. And it provides the cancer community with a space to be heard, feel connected, and unite both digitally and in person. Let's F cancer is not just an organization, it's a movement. So you get, depending on what you bid is the amount of entries you get. Right. 10 bucks gets you 100 entries, 25 gets you 250, 100 gets you 2000, 250 gets you 2500. Already sold out. It doesn't show what the prices were, but yeah. I'm assuming it was higher than 500. You got an autograph poster and 10,000 entries. Okay. There was also an option for 15,000 entries, and you got a signed DVD slash Blu ray combo pack. Sold out, I'm assuming, pretty quickly. For You get 50,000 entries and an outgoing voicemail personally recorded by Deadpool. Oh, amazing. So think, uh, yeah. some lawyer stuff. It doesn't say yeah, yeah. what's what's up to you right now. Again, these guys are literally the only ones that are doing stuff like this. I don't understand why other – especially the smaller movie companies that don't have a lot of publicity money to advertise and like to get their movie out. Why they're not doing a lot of this marketing, this social marketing stuff, which is you get way better return on investment. Like something like this, what does it cost them to build a website, have Ryan Reynolds in for a day dressing up as Deadpool, making a suit? Just like the the exposure that the and the positive feedback that this movie gets from it. I mean, and I'm just talking financial, not just the fact that it's a fucking good cause. But like, why aren't movies doing more of this? It makes no sense. Because... Uh, they just want money. That's it. Yeah. Why but, help but I mean, out when you can just collect all? But, but here's the thing, though. The money. But here's the thing: the, the new millennium, right? Of of these, you know, millennium hipsters and all that. They want to have their companies, their movies, their products, the people they support. They want those people to be kind and generous and and show empathy, right? And what does it cost? When you say they're greedy, but literally, it for say Avengers to do something like this, have a couple of people do an appearance. You know what I mean? Like you could do it during a regular press route and fucking just push the movie. Like how much expo- we're talking about? It. Obviously, we were going to talk about Deadpool anyways, but maybe a group that wouldn't have is going to talk about it now because of this. So it just to me, this is the new way to market movies and we've seen already from the first one that these guys know what they're doing it just makes no sense to me that marvel isn't doing this across the board yeah no i find it's it's kind of stupid that they don't i mean for some things they wouldn't have to i.e infinity war uh, (laughs) yeah just literally collect the money but i mean i mean it's still you know why not do something for a good cause i know they did something in in some i know it sounds bad 
but in some ghettos for Black Avengers, <laughs> okay, uh, for Black Panther, Disney itself bought out entire cinemas and said, "Hey, are you kid under this poverty line? Come and see Black Panther for free." Yeah, see stuff like that. They have to do more of that, uh, a lot more. Heavy set. What do you think about this? I mean, it would be nice if a lot of other movies would do something like this, but I almost feel like with Deadpool, it go it goes with them because of you know cancer goes hand in hand with Deadpool, right? But at the same time, this is to help them out with their battle with a movie like infinity war like grand they're not going head to head the, sa- the exact same opening weekend but it's like hey we're still here and it's a way to kill two birds with one stone no pun intended yeah agreed all right next moose 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 story infinity war at selling the last seven mcu movies combined <laughs> infinity war is at selling the last Seven MCU movies when it comes to pre-sales, Black Panther included. Marvel Studios is putting the finishing touches on their most ambitious film yet. As Phase 3 winds down, Infinity War and Avengers 4 will bring nearly every single character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe together in order to combat their biggest threat yet, Thanos. Everything about this movie suggests that it'll be huge in every way, and Infinity War has yet to disappoint in that regard. Infinity War's projected box office opening domestically is more than 200 million and Marvel Studios no doubt has their eyes set on the worldwide opening record too judging by the film's same day release across the globe as heavy said tickets for the movie went on sale back when the second Infinity War trailer dropped online and it only took Infinity War 6 hours to break Black Panther's 24 hour pre-sale record in the week since Infinity War has not lost a step the uh, THR or the screen rant uh, shared new details on Infinity War's record-breaking pre-sales, revealing that it has now sold twice the number of pre-sale tickets that Black Panther did. The even more staggering part is that Infinity War has now sold more tickets than the last seven MCU movies combined. Now, I don't remember if it was pre-show we were mentioning that number, but we were going to possibly predict next week on our big avengers special the amount that it's gonna gross domestically and they're saying north of two i'm easily saying north of two perhaps even 220 as we said before the the hype for this movie is incredible it's gonna sell out everywhere you know i'm curious if it has legs if people will rewatch it we'll definitely see that i know heavy's gonna be a fan uh but this to me is the future of movies really everything small screen Everything that's not a major release like this is going to be released kind of same day on the small market, on, on the secondary market. And and theaters are going to be more of like, you know, a, a semi-monthly experience or something like you have an incredible visuals like Avatar or a buildup of uh, action movies like uh, Infinity War. To me, that's it's going to be a major outing and experience is the future of movies. And, and this just goes to show that the majority of their income it's going to be on this one movie. Heavy said, are you possibly surprised that uh, the pre-sales have done so well? No, because it's it's like what I've been saying, that how this is a 10-year build. And I feel like there's people that grew up with the MCU. I'm granted, the MCU is not done. But this is the the second big milestone of the MCU. And the first one was just the simple Avengers. I mean, that's pretty much what Phase 1 was, was a big lead-up for the Avengers. Right. And... There's been a, I've had a conversation watching videos with people and to hear some of them say like, oh, I was this age when Iron Man came out. It's like, oh, shit, I was 
in my fucking twenties. Like <laughs> right. I was in my fucking early. Tw- I was in my early twenties when that came out, and people just get wrapped up in whether you know th- they might not like certain movies as much, or maybe they just they've stuck around for certain ones. I feel like ever since Guardians Two, the hype to lead into Infinity War, which yeah, that's pretty much one year, has been gargantuan. Right, and it didn't. It added to the fact of the last two movies. Thor Ragnarok was amazing, and right after that was Black Panther. That was amazing and broke all sorts of records. So it was. It's like the the perfect appetizer for Infinity War. They've seen it all. Now they're ready for. Not to mention, like I said, a ten year build in the MCU, but also you're talking six year build for this particular movie since we first seen Thanos. That's a long time, and it's a huge payoff. So yes, I, I'm I'm not surprised at all. Carp, I'd ask you, but I think we're going to get a similar answer here. It's uh, it's the buildup has been tremendous. Um, hopefully, you know, in the, the the future, maybe Warner Brothers will and the DC Universe might take uh, a few notes there from you know what Marvel's doing with the slow play. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Warner Brothers is stubborn and uh, probably won't. And they're trying to rush products, even though their other products have been uh, pretty close to fucking dog turd, except for one of them. So, you know, Fuck Mar- Marvel just, you know, Iron Man was an independent film. It was a Marvel production. Right. And then Disney came in and went, hey, we're going to buy you. And then all of this since. So Disney's so, like um, oil tycoon or something? Uh, hey, yeah. We're going to buy you. He's, uh, he's the Monopoly man. Right. Ho, ho. Well, we're, we're going to buy Marvel. Ho, ho. Even when they did buy them, uh, what the first official Disney MCU movie was Avengers, if I'm correct. Right. Because I think they bought them before Thor and Captain America, but those movies were done. Like, they, either they had just finished shooting or the post production was done. So, the first, I remember the first official one was Avengers. And also, go, going back to the DC cinematic universe or whatever they call it, the DCEU. It goes to show you, and I've said it since, I don't want to say day one, but when they first announced uh, Batman versus Superman, that you have to go slow. If they, well, what DC has been doing, trying to like blow their load early, trying to give us these, these really big movies and these really big characters, I don't, I still don't know why I'm supposed to care about Aquaman and Justice League. I still don't know why I'm supposed to care about Cyborg and the Flash. Yeah, granted, they don't give you full backstories on every single Avenger when you first see them. Like, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye, the first two that did not get their own standalone movie. But you learned about Black Widow in Iron Man 2. You learned about Hawkeye in Thor. So by the time it came around to Avengers, you're like, you didn't know them, but you know what? You had a little bit of familiarity to them, and then that's when they got to shine more. Instead, they just... Try to blow the load way too quick, and that's why people don't care. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, switching on to... You sounded a little sad there, buddy. Well, you know, a little yeah, bit. Like, uh, I wanted GC to succeed. I kind of did, though. Even, you know, like, even, even you got to understand, uh, like, I, I go way back with Batman. I have an emotional connection as a kid, so it, it breaks my heart to see them fucking ruin it. Okay, so you say you have an emotional attachment to him. Yes. Your parents shot? What? Yeah, yes, they were. <laughs> Yes, they were. <laughs> in an alley when you were coming out of the yes, opera? Yes, the diamonds fell okay. everything. <laughs> Pearls. Pearls, yeah. Um, okay, but now you've only been a fan of Batman realistically since the movies, no? 
Yes. Okay, so then to me, you don't really have an emotional attachment. It's not like I was you nine. read the Detective Series comics or anything Fuck like off. that. I was so. nine. What? Oh, I'm sorry, because I'm not a comic book fan. I can't be a fan do of you, Bat, the Batman. Do you, did you at least try and find out about Batman after he came out and read some of his comics or something? But, but why do I have to be a fan of Batman? Why do I have to read comics to be a fan of Batman? Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm a fan of Marvel and read their comics. Good for I'm you. A fan. What's your point? I read, the DC, I read the DC comics and know how much What does that have to have? do with being a fan of a character <laughs> to read the fucking comic and, books? And then you're just like, it's Nolan's Batman or no Batman. It is Nolan's Batman. Well, well, you know, did you first become a fan of Batman because of the Nolan movies? No. Okay, okay. But on the second hand, is the only thing of Batman you know is the movies. I mean, nothing yeah. else. Abs- ab- absolutely nothing else. Not the cartoons. No, just the movies. <sighs> and the TV yeah, show. Okay, well, the, okay, technically that is something else. Yeah, okay. I said anything yeah. anything outside the movie, and you said no, just the movies. And you got the TV show. Well, yeah, I just remember the TV show. Sorry, man. You're well, gonna because, well, you, what? I, I don't I don't get what the hate here. Like what? you, well, I mean, the box office and the people show what they prefer. Oh no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the shitting on me because I don't know the comic book Batman. Oh, because you don't know the potential that Batman has in the Warner Brothers universe, but they're using none of it. So what? Chris Nolan. That's it. That's <laughs> that's my only answer yeah, to that. So yeah, but, but the same same thing is. I love the Chris Nolan movies too. I love Batman. If right. you ask me who my favorite superhero is, it's Batman. Who who do I think is better between DC and Marvel? I think Marvel, but I always say Batman as a whole, like that whole franchise, beats out everything else. Right. The fucking Forever and Batman and Robin are horrible. Like you you've already had those ruined, and not everything that's ever gonna come out now from Batman is going to be on the caliber, on the level of the Nolan movies. Right. Nolan movies are great, but that can't be the measuring stick for everything DC. And everything isn't going to be like that with DC because no one was just a, well, A, he was a good director, and B, Marvel and the Avengers changed the landscape of how moviegoers and studios look at comic book movies. I don't know if no one would have the same success if the Avengers came out, let's say, five, a couple years prior to it. Yeah. Because then you'd probably have Warner Brothers wanting to get their fingers and I'm like, oh, let's do this, this is that. But that wasn't necessarily Nolan's vision. I get it. I get what you're saying. So um, what I what I read, The Killing Joke, would that make you happy? Well, at least watch the Netflix uh, or cartoon of it. Okay. I'll check it out. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I see your point. I respect your opinion. And I will check out The Killing Joke on Netflix. I mean, there's all sorts of Batman cartoons on Netflix. There's Bad Blood. There's uh, Batman versus Robin. There's a shit ton. Like, you probably don't even know that Batman has a kid named Damien that he had with Talia al Ghul, which they completely gloss over. I did not know that. In the Batman Nolan universe. Well, there you go. I will check it out. All right. Final news story. Bit of sad news here, but I'm curious uh, if you guys know more details, but... Hollywood giant and beloved fan icon Kevin Smith invited Marvel legend Stan Lee to live with him in the wake of allegations of elder abuse. So we're hearing, and I don't know where this source is from, but they're saying after uh, the passing of his wife, there's allegations that his inner circle, like um, his caregiver, his road manager, and his daughter potentially are 
like mistreating him or not taking care of him properly or taking advantage of him. Now, I don't know if this is just internet rumor or bullshit or if there's something that corroborates this. So that's my first question. And second, uh, just to mention that Kevin Smith apparently, because he, I mean, he's such a big fan of Stan Lee and he has a history with him, actually offered him to just go move in with him and, and live with him. And he's had a health scare of him, uh, for himself recently. He had a major heart attack that he's uh, thankfully recovering now from. But, uh, I mean, first of all, if this is true, oh, my God, this is fucking super sad to hear. But, I mean, the guy's got such a huge fan base that even if it were true, I mean, people would be in fucking uproar. They'd freak out. So, I'm curious. Do we know more details? Essentially, is this just bullshit? Is there concrete evidence of the elder abuse? And do you think that, like, Stanley would take Kevin Smith up on it? I mean, I honestly think he's genuine. But we'll start with Carp. Get your thoughts. Yeah, uh, like it says in the article, I mean, you know, we don't have the full facts yet, so we can't exactly say. And Lee himself, I mean, he's he's really old now. And, you know, when you lose somebody significant in your life like that, you kind of lose a piece of yourself at the same time. So who knows? I mean, I heard something about somebody stole a vial of Stanley's blood and drew it into a comic. Now they're selling these comics for like 65000 or some ridic- goddamn ridiculous amount right now. If he is being abused and Kevin Smith's invite is, uh, you know, if his offer is good, then I think he should do it. But I don't think Marvel or Disney could step in and, and stop yeah, if this is happening it's, either. It's, so It's a weird situation. You'd figure that, I mean, I don't know like how many family members he has left, if he had how many kids he's got or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's, yeah, it's a weird situation, man. I mean, you figure the guy's like, uh, he's got money, obviously, you know, maybe not as much money as we think, but he's, he's, he's got money. He's well known. He's, you'd, you'd figure somebody like this wouldn't go through something like this. It's, uh, it's a bit shocking. Heavy, what do you think? I was trying to look up something that I'd seen on Facebook earlier today, and I don't know if it's old or fabricated. And it's supposedly that at recent con, um, con visits that Stanley has had needed help spelling his name. Okay, and that's what I was uh, I was attempting to find to see if if, the, if that was true because it just seems like that's not a lot of good news to come out about Stanley in a short amount of time. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, um, it's a weird situation. You know, how old is he now? Uh, Ninety. He's late nineties, right? Like he's. Uh, it's ninety-five. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, it's weird to say, but I mean, he's lived a long life. He's, uh, but you he, he, he hate to see such a good man have to deal with something like this at in the, uh, the end of his, in the twilight of his, his life. I just, there's, uh, I mean, apparently he did some scumbag shit when he was young, though. So, oh, really? Okay. But, I mean, listen, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, know the he's, story, he's in the twilight of it all right now. And, That's and it. unfortunately, with this happening, it's, it's kind of shitty news. I mean, yeah, um, I, I hope it's I hope it's not true, but um, I guess we'll have to wait to see uh, to find out a little bit more. And if you guys know more about this, uh, tweet me, let me know because I'm really curious if you guys have any articles on it. All right, let's get into some feedback. Hold on, cut the mic. Shout out to Kadai uh, right there, uh, Heavy Set's favorite mayor. No oh. longer relevant. Oh, His yeah. new favorite mayor is soon going to be Doug Ford, Rob Ford's brother. Got some more tweets. Hashtag OSATM, double A Andy Anderson. What is your favorite line in a movie to quote? <laughs> and what movie is your favorite movie to drop lines from? I did not hear it. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hear I did not. Oh, hi, Heavy. Oh, hi, Mark. Speaking of which, uh, do you know he was in New Orleans this weekend? <laughs> For what? I don't know. I've seen pictures of 
Tommy Wiseau with wrestlers and fans. He must have done a screening or something. My, my joke was, oh, hi, Marks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other favorite movie quotes? The first one that comes to my Dread mind. It. You just... Run from it. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Mother Puss Bucket. Mother Puss? That's got to be Chris Farley. Nope. Huh. Do you know, Carp? Mother Puss Bucket. Sounds familiar, but it's not coming to me right now. It is what is said by... Oh, fuck, you just cut heavy. It's with said bah and in a cut. Can you say it again? Unfortunately, we have some Skype pictures be working through <laughs> that. Um, Carp, any favorite movie quotes you want to you chat with? Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I quote Beer Fest quite a bit. Yeah. You know, uh, whenever uh, Watsuki comes to pick me up for a movie, when he oh, when I open the door, I'm like, all right, it's 10 for a BJ, 12 for an HJ, 15 <laughs> for a ZJ. What's a ZJ? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Or uh, the pancake one. We're shooting pancakes. Uh, it's beer that, fest that's your favorite movie of all time right yeah i think it is yeah. i think it's got to be my favorite yeah. movie of all time i got i mean you know i got uh it's not who i am underneath it's what i do that defines me from batman yeah, there you go. <laughs> and anything Arnold is always great. Get to the chopper. You know just, I mean? I, 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 yeah, like technically is uh, is like is that a movie quote? Like, can you quote that? <laughs> uh, uh, like, I don't know. All right, while well, we're getting uh, Mr. Set's uh, fucking internet uh, working there, Double uh, A Andy Anderson. If you had to, would you rather watch Fifty Shades of Grey or Gone Girl? Wow. Um, is murdering myself an option? <laughs> is jumping off a bridge an option? Uh, I guess Fifty Shades of Grey. Because at least you're seeing, like, tits, but I mean... Well, Gone Girl has Emily Ratkowski's boobs. Yeah, that's true. Ah, oh, fuck, this is a tough one. Uh, yeah, I, for, for, psych, Psycho Chick, I'd rather go with Fifty Shades. Because at least uh, Fifty Shades, you got, you got some negotiating, some contract signing, so that's kind of interesting. I, I would go with that. I laughed a lot during Gone Girl. You know, I thought Gone Girl was was a comedy, so I'd watch Gone Girl again. Just for just when she, uh, it's been out long enough. Just when she like basically has sex with Neil Patrick Harris so bad that it looks like she got raped, and then slits his throat. Like that's insanity. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, let's get into the movie review of the week. A Quiet Place, Killer Carpadium. You were able to check this out. We were talking about it. You were really looking forward to it, so I'd like to get your review. I really liked it. Lack of sound is what it needed for the type of movie it was. Uh, unfortunately, the Uh-oh. lovely, I love the lovely couple to my right decided to live up to every fucking stereotype that exists for a cinema and uh, wouldn't keep quiet during the movie. So that was a little rude. Like, there's people who have been getting yelled at in certain cinemas for chewing food too loud during the movie. Because it's a quiet place. It's about right. alien monsters who hunt you with sound. Maybe, just maybe, don't say a fucking word during the movie. People don't so, get it. People just don't do There it. was a young teenage couple who sat right next to me who were super loud and everything during the trailers. And then as soon as the movie started, they put their phones away and went quiet. And my mind was blown. And then to my right, noise started. <laughs> so, uh, God, yeah, it's... yeah. And they, they had to be at least in their 50s. The cinema for a Tuesday night, packed. Wow. Full. It had to be close to sold out. There's a reason it pulled in the money it did. Great movie. Emily Blunt kills it. 
John Krasinski does a good job. He directed it as well, so I'm very impressed. The kids they have, you know, they did a good job. It's a very minimal cast, which is the movie was exactly what it should have been. Uh, it was on 2017's like list of movies that to be needed to be made and everything. Awesome flick. If you like suspense, if you like thriller, if you want to maybe go when the cinema's empty, so it's just you, or go with people who don't talk during movies, right. that would probably add to the atmospheric effect of the film. Right. Unfortunately, I suffered from the other. The only downfall was the talking. My seat didn't get kicked or nothing. And I was even like chewing my popcorn because I'd read reviews and I'm like trying to chew it all soft and let it melt in my mouth before chewing (laughs) it. Yeah. And then just people who don't shut up. I don't get it. If you can't keep quiet during a movie, don't fucking go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know we probably sound like broken records, but it's we need more policing. It's I think it's going to start happening. People are getting fed up and it's going to we're going to go more Alamo Draft House. We have the reserve seating already. It's we're going to have to have police to come in there and just shut people up or ex- escort them out. That's it. Uh, it's it's so frustrating. Yeah. As a moviegoer who likes to go for that purpose, you know, I go to Fantasia, I don't expect People don't talk. They react to what's happening on on film. Yeah. But they don't talk. You know, if why can't that carry over to the general public? Anyways, yeah. uh, the movie itself was a three point seven five out of five. It was really good. Awesome. They they actually talk at one point where I'm like, oh, that just ruined it. Like they didn't have to. <laughs> but yeah. uh, they kind of explain why and they give you a story as to what happened. There was rumors it was supposed to be a Cloverfield sequel. Thankfully, it had no association to Cloverfield because the last couple of Cloverfields weren't all that great. At least not Cloverfield Paradox on Netflix. Uh, standalone film, Emily Blunt, awesome job. The deaf kid in the movie, she's a great actress, and she's actually legit and re- uh, legit deaf in real life. She does a really good job. Even Krasinski, he said, my wife's acting is so good that while I was directing her, I learned I'm never going to want to direct her again because she's too good for me. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Go I, check I, it. I, I got to check this out. You, you got some quiet time. You're up for a couple of jump scares. Uh, just the anticipation building of some of what's happening. It's it's so well put. You know what? I'm actually a 4.25 out of 5. Now but you convinced yourself to go higher. I, it's I don't just, think that's ever happened. It's the talking that kind of brought it down for me a bit. Right. So yeah, if, you can't if, blame. I, I know that's like you can't blame the, movie, the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like I know. I know. But the movie is called A Quiet Place, and, and you know what it is? It is really good. I would definitely want to see it again without people talking in it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe – Um. would you maybe want to go? Uh, well, it's a... still probably going to be number one this weekend. Okay. Wait, wait a week or two maybe? I would wait another week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. Okay. Cool. Let's get uh, heavy sets. Let's check out a couple movies this week. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Blockers? Uh, yeah, let's start with Blockers. Okay. Go for it. I'm going to first start off saying this is definitely a rental. Not that it's a bad movie, but I don't think people need to necessarily run out and go see it immediately. John Cena is pretty funny. I come to the conclusion that he is very similar to The Rock, meaning when they both came out of, you know, come out of wrestling, going into movies, it's funny because Rock went more action. He's done a little bit of comedy, but he's gone more action. And I feel like Cena is the opposite. He's going more comedy. And I don't know if that has to do with his personality or what, but I think it works. It is kind of hard to look at him and not think John Cena, but for what the type of movie it was, I think it's pretty funny. It it, it shows you the opposite side of a teen movie to where they're all trying to have sex. When you when you see something like American Pie, it was it was all the you know the boys' point of view. Well, this time it's now the girls' point of view, and it's it's pretty funny. 
Uh, I'm going to rate it a three stars. No, uh, three and a half stars. It really quick, uh, Ready Player One, because I'm going to have to go on mute for a couple minutes. I'm going to give it a four star. And yes, I did say last episode I wouldn't go see it. Well, I lied. <laughs> You're a liar. Fucking liar. You're a liar. <laughs> All right, there you go. Awesome. Thank you very much. Heavy set. All right, couple movies coming out. Weekend of the twentieth. First one's going to be. Uh, I'm sure this is on Carbs list for sure. Didn't you uh, donate to the Kickstarter? What, uh, Super Troopers two. Mm-hmm. No, the only movie I've donated Kickstarter to was Turn to Return to Newcomb High Volume Two yeah. by Troma. It is currently doing the festivals, and then once that is done, I get my Blu-ray. Sweet man, good stuff. All right, Super Troopers two. Here we go. Un, deux, trois, let's do it. They've been waiting for a second chance. Waiting for their country to need them again. That time is meow. You guys give me if I kill that bird. Farber, that's a bald eagle. Get away, baldy! Yeah! Guys, what do I win? A one-way ticket to hell. It turns out the French-Canadian town Saint-Georges-du-Laurent is actually on American soil. You'll be phasing out a Canadian Mountie unit. Best behavior, boys. Not our idea of a good time either, fellas. Personally, I'd rather fuck a moose. (laughs) You would need a ladder to do that. Wow. Let's give a big Canadian welcome to the Vermont Highway Patrol. Come on, guys. They've come up here to tell us how great it's going to be for all of us to become Americans. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America! This is happening. Est-ce que vous savez à quelle vitesse vous allez? Do neither of you speak English? I do. We would like to eat your papers. Can you show me your party papers? This time everything will be by the book. Everything. What the fuck are you guys doing? Ghost. What can I get for you guys? Whole beer, liter of cola. What did you say? Do you want a liter of cola? Canada's pretty awesome. Boop, boop. Don't do that. Boop, 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 boop. Should I shoot him? Who? Fava? What the fuck? I can't believe they had a storyline that involves Quebec. That's amazing. <laughs> now I have to fucking go see this. That's that's amazing. That's all I'm gonna say. That's yeah, yeah. Fucking yay, thousand percent. Carp go. Oh, I was a yay anyways, so yeah. hell yeah. Uh, this is great. It's, it's yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think Heavy's got to go on mute for a little bit, so we're going to... No, I'm him back. Okay, cool. Uh, thoughts? Meowties. Meowties. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right, Meowties. Awesome. I think it's going to kill at the box office. I mean, granted, it's going to go down a lot the, ne- the second week, yeah. but it's going to kill maybe another trailer we're going to play. Um, Traffic? No. I Feel Pretty? Yeah. Okay. I think... Like, I don't know if we're going to play that or not, but... Knowing that they both come out on the same day. Like, I think, on a side note, Amy Schumer's popularity has dipped hardcore. Yeah. And going up against this movie, how, 
Okay, we talk about you know what? Let, let, let's, War, how long let's, let's do the trailer quick. Let's, let's hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. We, t- we waited for how long for a sequel? I mean, we waited 10 years for Infinity yeah. War. How long has it been since the first fucking Super Troopers? A while. Like, and I, I feel like this was like the one movie that, a, like, when it comes to like a long time between sequels, that people were just hardcore ready for. Yeah. Uh, the question is, has it been too long? 17 years. Here's the thing. Dumb and Dumber didn't work. Took too long. Uh, uh, pothead movie. Huge pothead movie. Still. I, I'm I, curious if people have forgotten about it and they don't care. We'll see. No, but. I'm pretty sure Super, I'm hoping Super Troopers is number one this week because okay, the other you, movie okay, that's coming you out. You corrected yourself very quickly. You said, I'm pretty sure, then I hope. Okay. Uh, I'm not pretty sure because the next trailer involves a certain big time action star. Yeah. That people are just like, oh, spend the money on his movies, even though they're doctored. Who, uh, Amy Schumer? No, The Rock. Oh, oh I was going to play the Amy Schumer movie. Oh, I was talking about Rampage. Oh, no, Rampage was the previous week. No, Rampage got moved to the 20th. Oh, but we already played the trailer, I think. Yeah, we uh, we played it last episode. <laughs> okay, well, Rampage is moved to the 20th. Okay. So, that's going to be... Wait a minute, are you sure... We've been debating this for about a month now. So I'm, oh, what I'm, the hell? I don't so, know. I question my whole office, existence. All right. So box office mojo has it as thirteenth, yeah. But IMDb has it as the twentieth. And th- I think Heavy Set checked Film Rant or something last time, and it was the twentieth as well. All right, you know what? We'll be able to find out. Let's check out what Cinema Montreal says for this week. Okay. Cinema Montreal Rampage this week, so that they moved it. Ugh, fuck, fuckers! Goddamn IMDb. Okay, so, so then, yeah. Uh, anyways, got- we reviewed it last week. Last two, sorry, last episode. Yeah. Uh, which was technically last week because it came out late. And we were all a fucking no. So let's just say nay for that. Let's go to the one I know for sure carps in. I feel pretty. It's actually limited release. We might not even get it in Montreal. Yeah, it's wide. Are you shopping for a gift? Kind of browsing for me. So sizing is a little limited here in the store, but you could probably find your size online. I have a crazy idea. Let's be honest for a minute. No matter how many times we hear, it's what's on the inside that matters. Women know deep down, it's what's on the outside that the whole world judges. You okay? I'm just like dealing with low self-esteem and like... I want to punch you right in your dumb face right now. Do you have every rib that I have? I've been on all of these sites. No one even looks at the profile. They only care about the picture. And I'm sick of it! I've always wondered what it feels like to be just undeniably pretty. Okay. You hit your head pretty hard. Wait, that's me. That's me. Oh my God, do you see this? Yes. I'm beautiful. Who's that sexy thing I see over there? I know you don't recognize me. That's me. You guys, it's me. Renee. What's happening? Oh, full spin. What can I get you? Yeah, two. What's your number? That's really clever. That's clever. What's your number? Give me your phone. I'm going to give you my number. Are you still talking to me? Don't chicken out now, son. If I was you, this would be quite a large promotion for you. What are your goals exactly? I get it. And yes, modeling is an option for me. It's not who I am. Wow. Things have really changed for me. You just have all the girls in the world. I think a lot of people completely miss the thing that really makes them awesome. And you're not like that. Oh, I'm a 
Okay, so it's definitely a no for me. And I think, uh, but I want to talk about the whole Amy Schumer phenomenon. I don't find it's funny at all. I think it's stupid. I think she's playing too much to that crowd. And I don't think people in general care to her. So um, it's it's an A for me. And I don't think it's going to do well. I think it's going to bomb personally. Um, not, I'm not shitting on that movement. I think it's great to have self-confidence no matter how much you weigh, what you look like. Uh, if you listen to my personal podcast, you know exactly uh, the the reason why I'd agree with that. But uh, just in terms of a movie, I don't think she's a draw. I don't find it interesting. So it's a Nate Carp. Yeah, and uh, negatory for me. I don't see the appeal. Uh, the only appeal is really Emily Radzikowski. So. I, we're going to save the uh, release on the 27th, obviously, for the next episode because it's going to be all about Avengers Infinity War. But that's pretty much the only thing that's coming up on that weekend. But we're going to save it for that weekend because we are recording next week. All right. Last movie coming up for the weekend of the 20th is a wide release a thriller called Traffic. You have been nothing but a positive force in my life. She's one. Happy birthday, B. It's your dream car. It's amazing. Let's get away from the city. Oh my gosh. It's miles away from everything. It's a celebration. I did not know you guys were coming. I'm trying to create a moment. I want to give her something she can remember for the rest of her life. You never cease to amaze me. What are you looking at? You. <laughs> that is a hot rod. I built it myself. Where'd you learn that? The prison auto shop? Sweet ride, smoking peace in the store. Are you a ball player? Not looking for any trouble. Trouble? Can't hold a polite conversation. Oh my God! Oh, get your. Give me a minute. Sorry. What are you doing in here? Okay. Let's go okay. now. Okay. We've got a big problem. Can't find the phone. People I work for do not accept mistakes. It's crazy. Maybe your phone is ringing. That's not my phone. Hey, that girl. Something in my gut was telling me that she needed help. I think I put my phone in your bag by accident. Let me help you. Just give me the phone. Just give me the phone, okay? We will kill you. Hold on! Wait. Hey, you got something that belongs to me. I need help right now, please. I don't know where I'm at. Where are you, little lady? No! I'm gonna keep you just for me. Just for me. Traffic. This is starring Laz Alonzo, Omar Epps, Paula Patton, Rosalind Sanchez, uh, Omar Epps. Familiar, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure about this one. 
It's uh, get a bit of racial undertones. The main uh, the protagonists are African American. The antagonists are Southern white. Um, There's a couple of ghosts to a lovely getaway and then these hick guys come and start some shit cell phone gets put in the wrong bag and then attempted murder happens and all that kind of crazy shit it's a bit of a loose story don't think i'd go see the theater for this uh i'm out carp your thoughts this kind of movie is propaganda against the white man oh god <laughs> no uh, yeah and it just looks like a paint by numbers type movie the only actor I really enjoy in any movies that's in this is William Fitchner. So I'm probably at best going to wait for Netflix. Yeah. And that's at best. Yeah, it's a, it's a weak thriller. It's just uh, it's not drawing me all, at all in the storyline. All right. That's going to be the uh, movies for this week. Uh, Plug's final thoughts. We will, have we said, unfortunately, is having some Skype issues, as I'm sure you'll hear during the recording, the connecting and disconnecting sounds. You can check him out on wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Or on the Trending Topics Network feed, his latest episode talking about uh, WrestleMania 33 roundtable. It was an unreleased version, but uh, they also have a 34 WrestleMania 34 roundtable, which I listened to. is very good. Check that out because he's focusing mostly on that stuff. Uh, his wrestling cheer site. Killer Carbadim, what do you got going on? Uh, StableWars.com, where we're always looking for new members. WrestleMania season just wrapped up, but we'll be starting new seasons and new games where you can win free prizes free. as well. All- Free prizes. You don't even have to pay for nothing. That is Hold on. Free. Isn't that a double negative? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, nonetheless, as always, as per, as usual. per usual, allbeerinside.com, where you can subscribe on Google Play and iTunes. Star subscribes, folks. That'd be really nice. You can also find All Beer Inside on the brand new trendingtopicsnetwork.com or the is it Montreal Podcast Network? Podcast, podcast Montreal.com. Podcast Montreal.com. You can find us there as well. I've got two episodes recorded. Just got to edit the shit out of them. <laughs> We're doing another hot sauce wings. Just a little preview. We all suffer this one. Oh, my God. Except for one human being because he's somehow a genetic freak. Uh, he, ate, uh, he ate a lot of West Indian food <laughs> as a kid. And uh, we've got a bit of a crossover with All Wine Aside on that one. We've got a couple of ladies from that show as well. So allbeerinside.com as well. We'll be recording, looks like, either April 28th or May 4th. Uh, tweet us or email us. Everything's at All Beer Inside or on on Untapped. And I want to give a quick shout out to Untapped. They have a podcast as well. So if you want to hear about history of beers and some beer articles without them shitting on each other like our show, then <laughs> yeah. give that show a listen. A lot more professional than our show, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, this show, OSATM, hashtag OSATM, oldschoolmovies.net. If you want to listen, download, subscribe. Also, please feel free to, to rate us on iTunes as well. We have our feed there. And uh, like I mentioned previously, we're now brand new on uh, podcastmontreal.com as well. Check out some local great shows over there. For Killer Carbidium, the MIA heavy set, I am Mr. Old School saying thank you very much for listening. In an age where average comic book movies make tons of money and average sequels rake in the dough, theater nerds finally get something average to blow their wads on too. The Greatest Showman. From the musical geniuses behind La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen comes a film full of pretty visuals and catchy hits just begging for an overly sincere YouTube cover video. As you sing along to nine teen-friendly jams wrapped in a story that will make you wonder, when does the next song start? The bank. They're evicting us. I'm so not here for the talky bits. Ah, that's better. 
Meet P.T. Barnum, the boy who grew from wishing he owned his own top hat to the man who owned all the top hats, played by noted top hat enthusiast Hugh Jackman. Malogan, follow along on P.T.'s lifelong dream to open a weird murder museum. <laughs> but when that doesn't pan out, he'll roll with his backup plan, a scam freak show paid for by fraud that he abandons his wife and kids for and ditches the second he has a chance to join high society. Okay, have a great show. Wait. But after a series of show-stopping musical numbers, this social climbing con man will be met with lifelong success and happiness? Maybe you are a fraud. Maybe it was just about making a buck. Uh-oh, they're onto you. Quick, do a hat trick. <laughs> Witness this real-life Willy Wonka. But instead of selling kids candy, he's selling kids tickets to laugh at the Oompa Loompas, where the tragedy of these people's exploitation is brushed aside. Well, they're laughing anyway, kids. Might as well get paid. To spend more time with two perfect physical specimens, feast your eyes on a forbidden romance subplot, where Zac Efron is rich and white, but Zendaya is poor and usually a body double. And while the circus performers have to live with being literally beaten in the streets, Efron and PT will get way more sympathy for having <gasps> snobby parents. Have you no shame? Thank you for your honesty. And <gasps> even snobbier critics. I never liked your show. So march to the beat of your own drum with this upbeat, inspiring musical about a really shady, cruel historical figure. But since too much honesty doesn't sell, we've got you covered with a more accurate P.T. Barnum musical with songs like the He Wasn't a Good Guy song. No, 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 no. Ladies and gents, I'm not a guy that's what cheering for. The Made Up Affair Song. Happy endings are just too little. Affairs can add some spice. Only we'll say we were in love. But we never were in love. Never in love. Never in love. Not me. The These Two People Didn't Even Exist song. And the Rampant Cruelty song. Jazz Hands, Young Man Logan, a disapproving wife character, a disapproving critic character, old school musical, can she swing from a thread, take a look, overhead, 
Lip Sync Impossible, and Harry Elsa. Jerk Du Soleil. Laugh while you can, Barnum. An elephant never forgets. Uh, just driving home. Just want to tell you, God bless you, brother. That's it. Love you. Bye.